Welcome back everyone to the second episode of Purple Pride. We're reaching out to the Huvelton community and beyond from the bunker of Huvelton, New York, where we are practicing social distancing. This week's episode has a range of guests, beginning with a junior of Huvelton Central School student athlete, Emma LeFaver, and a sophomore student athlete, Adam Colton. And finally, Mrs. Pierce, our high school math teacher. She's also a parent and she's also the varsity softball coach. And she is at home getting it done and multitasking. So stay tuned and listen in. Very special guest. We have a junior uh, female athlete and also student at Hubleton Central School, Emma LaFaber. And just to give you a little bit of background before we, we speak to Emma, she is a three-sport athlete, plays girls soccer, uh, basketball, and lacrosse. And speaking of lacrosse, she's uh, a captain of the team and, and second team All-Northern last year as a sophomore. So her position is midfield and attack. And as you know, the spring season's been on hold. We, we've had about a week's worth of practice. And then, and then here we are. We're just, you know, the weather looks nice outside get green and uh, things are on hold because of this virus. So welcome, Emma. How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, fantastic. Unfortunately, Emma had a injury in soccer season and set her back for the basketball season. And she's going to tell us a little bit about how she was recovering from that injury going into lacrosse season. Tell us a little bit about, about what happened and a little bit about your injury. Well, throughout the years of playing sports, my ankle would constantly sprain and the ligaments in it were just getting so loose that I'd be walking across the floor and it'd just roll. And it was to the point where if I didn't get it fixed, it was going to snap on me. So they ended up scheduling it because I sprained it really bad during soccer in like one of our last games and stuff. They ended up getting me scheduled for the surgery and they repaired it all, which made me out for the whole basketball season. And then I just got cleared and I was ready to play lacrosse and now I can't. Okay. And so, you know, this injury um, really took you out of all of basketball, which I'm sure Coach Powers was looking forward to you playing the season, being an integral part of the team. And, and now you're out of that sport and then you finally get, cleared i believe you got cleared like the lap the first almost the first day of practice is that correct of, of the spring sport yes and then and then now here we are and you know so what do you what was what's your feelings when all of that took place i was actually pretty upset because lacrosse out of all out of all of them is my favorite sport and i wanted to go to college to play lacrosse and losing this year after just being having a surgery is kind of not good. One year, you know, most people think of uh, seniors and how devastating it is. But really for a junior, it, it is also just as devastating. Um, and in your case, you know, you've now missed out on almost two full seasons. Um, what were some of your goals for the spring season? I wanted to be able to get back on my ankle and like 
how it was before, like be able to run up and down the field, no problem. And I had my mindset to a hundred goals by my senior year in lacrosse, but this season's kind of not going to happen. I don't think. How many goals are you up to now? I have 57. So 57. So how many, how many goals do you average per season? I guess. It my freshman year I had twenty something and then junior I had thirty. So I kind of just push off of that and then I just keep working up. So I assumed I could probably get a hundred. Yeah, and, and knowing that um this season I would have to say if you're averaging about twenty five goals per season, you would have you know, been there over by the following season. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry. I'm hoping, and uh, for your case, that, and for many other athlete cases, that uh, the goals that they have for their season, that <clears throat> things turn around, and that we are able to salvage something left, um, you know, f- for the remainder of the spring season. Um, let me ask you, as far as your as a junior, what other things are you missing out on? I'm missing out on setting up for college, getting ready to do all that. And that's pretty much a main thing. Being a junior, this is a very important year. I can remember when my kids were juniors, and this is a very busy time. You have uh, planning for SATs. You're visiting colleges. Have you had a chance to visit colleges? No, not yet. Okay. Any? What are your plans for college? What would you like to go to school for? I wanted to go to school to be a substance abuse therapist. Okay. And what came to that conclusion of doing that type of career? I, I first started off with wanting to be an athletic trainer because I just, I liked sports and I liked helping because when people were injured in basketball I was always right there because I was obviously out and I was helping them so I liked doing that but then I got to thinking I want kind of wanted to go into the substance abuse field because there are people who like really needed help and I wanted to be able to help them with that well I'm pretty impressed with uh with your thought of doing that career because there's obviously people out there that need that type of help. What is there a particular college that you have to go for um, or go to for that? I don't, I only had one meeting with her guidance counselor and she said she was going to look into it, but I haven't really heard anything else about okay. it. Okay. Uh, any, any ideas of where you would like to go to college? I was thinking about SUNY Potsdam but I don't think they have what I'd like want to go for. So I pretty sure Jefferson community college does. And then Plattsburgh, I think does. So I was thinking about those two. And have you reached out to, um, you wanted to play lacrosse in college. Have you reached out to any of those colleges to see if they're, uh, they have a team or they're, you know, would like to talk to you and, and, and see you play. I did reach out to Plattsburgh, I think it was like at the beginning of the season, and they said they'd come and like watch and stuff, 
but now that it's canceled yeah is uh now do you uh keep in touch with any of your teammates uh on the lacrosse team or your coach yes my coach texts me she asked me how how's the ankle doing if i've gotten outside to shoot and stuff and i have oh good so you've been so what that was leading to my next question what do you do with all your free time besides uh academics and and doing coursework online um i clean my room every day (laughs) i i'm usually outside shooting on the net and like working on pivots and stuff because my ankle isn't used to it it's been like months when i've actually been able to put actual pressure on it so i've been working on that there is a silver lining in all this, it seems like, is that your ankle, uh, you know, needs time to heal. So here you have some time and are you able to kind of, you know, give it a little bit of therapy? Yeah. Well, I still I still was in physical therapy, but they ended up canceling all of that because it's in the hospital and they didn't want people coming in if it was unnecessary. So now I kind of have to do it on my own and harder online learning experience going for you it's not bad it's not hard it's just I'd rather be in a classroom learning all of it than online you you like you enjoy the socialization yeah and what do you miss out um about school seeing my friends every day honestly is there anything in particular that you really look forward to when you went to school, certain types of things that you did or, um, you know, certain activities. It was, it was honestly probably Miss Whalen's class. Cause we like, we learned and stuff, but it was just, it was fun. Like we had such a good time doing it. Um, tell me a little bit about Miss Whalen. It, you know, you had mentioned earlier when we talked about, if you were to give a shout out to a couple teachers, who would they be? And one of them you mentioned was Miss Whalen. So what would you tell Miss Whalen? I want to thank her. This was my first year with her and she's made it so fun. And it's U.S. class, like not a lot of kids like that. But the way she teaches it, it's just like it's hard not to enjoy because she's just always happy and encouraging the kids. And it's just a good it's a good she has a good energy oh that's good to hear and what who other uh teacher did you want to give a shout out to miss georgie i she was probably always my favorite english teacher this was my second year having her and i just didn't like i just enjoyed having her she was a good teacher she was fun yeah but i'm sure she would uh enjoy hearing that and uh, I did have one other question for you, and we're going to um, wrap things up here shortly. And I appreciate you taking the time out of your day today to, to uh, you know, for our listeners and also for myself to be able to ask you a few questions. But I was curious about the SATs. This is a big year for juniors to take the SATs. Have you taken your SAT? I have not yet. And have you been able to go online and look at dates? Do you know if they are still... Uh, available dates to te- take SATs? I I haven't looked, but I would assume so because some colleges require it, but others don't. But then again, the Regences have got canceled. So 
I don't know if they're going to stop the SATs or not require them for this year. Yeah, there's a lot of uncertainty, and I would hope that's another area that, you know, people really may not have thought about is, uh, you know, SATs, and maybe colleges are going to relax that and not um, use that as part of the scoring. So, um, you know, you're, you're obviously just maybe just look at your averages and things like that. So are you concerned about your uh, grades as far as, you know, I'm sure you you're an excellent athlete, but you're also an excellent student and uh, you've been maintaining your grades really well. But are you are you somewhat concerned about how this is going to all unfold about what your grades going to look like at the end? I am. But then again, I think if you just do the online work and you do it well, then it shouldn't really affect your grades when we all go back to school. That's a good point. And what word of advice would you like to leave um, this this podcast with if you were to give some type of advice out there to, um, you know, listeners? Maybe some of the listeners are some of your fellow students. Um, don't take school for granted. It's actually a lot better than when people always say, oh, I hate going to school. Well, we're not going, and it's actually is bad like it sucks thank you for taking the time out of your day to spend it with with us and our listeners and we wish you the best of luck uh going forward and you know whatever your goals are and, and your career goals uh we wish you the best and we also would like to wish you the best for your family and hope that everyone's staying safe and we hope to see you very soon on the playing field, but not only on the playing field, but also in the hallways. So I would like to thank you for taking your time out today to uh, being part of this uh, experience. Thank you for having me. Welcome back, everyone, to Purple Pride. We have a very special guest today, uh, sophomore uh, athlete and student from Hubleton Central School, Adam Colton. And just give you a little bit of background on Adam. Um, Adam plays football with Canton High School through a merger. He's also a wrestler with OFA on a merger. And he's also one of our uh, baseball players at Hubleton Central School. So welcome, Adam. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Good. Is everyone uh, staying healthy at your household? Yeah, we're trying to stay inside and keep our distance from most people. And yeah, we're just trying to just trying to stay safe. Kind of, it's uh, kind of a boring time, isn't it? Yeah, you just gotta kind of just kind of keep your mind off it. Just go out for a run every once in a while, or just do whatever. And does your does your father uh, like to give you a, a bucket list of things to do during the day? Um, not really. I help him out like here and there if he needs it, but he doesn't really give me a list to do. And do you, you have a sister that, um, how does she get on your nerves or, you know, you guys get along pretty well? Uh, we get along pretty decently. She doesn't really talk. She really needs something. Yeah. So I want to talk to you a little bit today about, um, you know, not only what you're doing athletically, but also your academics. And um, I 
just want to let our viewers know there may be a little bit of background noise. Um, we hear it from time to time, um, but that just goes along with all the internet issues that are out there. So, Adam, uh, tell us a little bit about your position that you played in football. Um, I I started at quarterback and I played um, safety and corner on defense, and they had moved me up to to play quarterback. I used to I used to be a running back on JV and modified and like throughout all my Pee Wee years. But my coaches saw something in me, and that, and they knew I could do it, and they helped me succeed throughout the season. They helped me learn and just be a stronger and better player. Yeah, you kind of remind me of uh, Doug Flutie. With that, um, Doug Flutie wasn't very tall, but he had a really good arm. So you know, I would I would suspect that since being a baseball player, you must have a really good arm as far as making good passes. Yeah. Uh, the other thing you do is you're a wrestler. How long have you been wrestling for? Um, I started wrestling when I was four years old, and and I I love doing it. I love I love playing the contact sports, and my dad's helped me uh, through all of it. He pushes me to to be better, and yeah, it's it's just fun, and and I love to be around the people. And are you, uh, you told me earlier that you're captain of the wrestling team? Yeah, I, this is my second year being a captain. I was nominated as a freshman, and we kind of just and we do like, like the, the wrestlers pick the like pick who the captains are, who they feel, who leads the team by example, and just pushes the other, the other wrestlers to be their best. And and I was chosen again as a sophomore. Well, that's a great honor. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, and for baseball, you know, from you were brought up your eighth grade year. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, so as an eighth grader, uh, as like started of practices, I was a little nervous just knowing that I was the youngest one on the team and, and I knew what I could do as a player and how I could contribute. And I, and I showed my coaches what I could do and, and I ended up starting at second base and hit leadoff, and I fit and I played second and hit leadoff ever since then. And and my coaches believed in me, and they knew I could do it, and and they helped me get to where I am today. Uh, the transitioning time, you know, or the transitioning that it took from uh, going from modified right to varsity as an eighth grader, did you find the transition a little difficult, or did you find it? uh easier as it went on um I've, i i always like to be challenged in sports and like as a person because it makes me better myself as a person and as an athlete coming from modified uh, varsity knowing that like i wasn't i wasn't as big or like as strong as like all the other kids but it definitely it definitely was a good experience and it helped me better myself and being a leadoff batter, you must have um, you must be pretty consistent. You must have a good average. Can tell us a little bit about that. Um, I so I like I wouldn't say I really I like the I like being on the like I do like being on the spot because because I know I can capitalize when my team needs it, and I know um, if we're down a couple of runs and we need a big hit to drive a run or two, and I know I can get on base and steal my way home. 
because I'm like smaller and I'm and I'm quicker, so I know I can get to like just get our team to where we need to be. Mm-hmm. And wh- how do you feel with the uh, the spring season being in limbo right now? Um, I'm I'm not really a fan of it. Um, I, in my opinion, I I think I think at first people. I wouldn't say overreacted, but took it. People weren't taking it as serious, like seriously. And then as it kept spreading, I realized why we closed down school. And so I think it was a smart choice in the end. But yeah, I think that the you feel that the priority really is uh, safety over everything else. Yeah. What's uh? Did you have any goals for the season? Um, just to, just a lead, lead by example, since I've been on the team, this will be my third year on varsity. And I just want to show the younger kids and the kids that are just joining, like, like how to become a family. And, and I just want to just help the team out and, and, and help us get to a sex 10 title and maybe go on if the season resumes. How do you feel if, uh, Get a couple. How many seniors do you have on your team? Um, three. And what's what's your feeling uh, for them as far as you know not being able to maybe not finish the season with them, having played with them before? What's what's your feeling about that? Um, it and honestly, um, I've played with Bryce and Gavin and Dan for a while now, and. Like we've all come together as players and as like people, and become and to make ourselves a family. So I like I'd be pretty devastated if I couldn't finish out my season with them, knowing it's their senior year and they wouldn't be able to return to the team next year. And I can't imagine how they feel like not being able to finish out their senior year. I couldn't imagine either because you know you you probably think about if the season did not happen, what it would have been like to have played with them and what it would have been to complete the season with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have two remaining years left. What what are you doing to stay in shape? Um, I'm, I'm working out pretty frequently and I'm trying to run at least two to three miles almost or like when I can, when it's nice out. And then even when, it, when it's raining, I try and just get outside and be active just so I can keep myself in shape. And I've, been trying to eat a little healthier not really like snacking at all just kind of eating my three meals a day and maybe having something here and there but just trying to and I just kind of go for runs if I when I need to or when I'm bored just to keep myself active well that that's pretty impressive to hear somebody your age who's trying to not snack a lot and things like that somebody my age has a real difficulty not trying not to snack each day, each uh, time I go into the kitchen. <laughs> how's how's the online experience going or the online learning? Um, it's it's different. I mean, I like it. I like I like the Zoom meetings. How we all kind of just get on and just talk to each other and talk about like what we've been learning about, and and the teachers are really like helping us get through this hard time. And they're they're really like putting a lot of cushion on us, which helps a lot of students that may struggle in certain um, classes. So I think it's a good thing, 
and I, I like what we're doing with the online classes. Well, that's good to hear, and I'm sure the teachers out there would love hearing that as well, that they're doing the right thing and um, and making it enjoyable and making it fun. Um, it's a very difficult time. What, what do you miss most about high school, being in the school? Um, I, I miss just seeing my friends and being able to, to connect and laugh with all of them and just seeing them every day. I definitely miss the going to practice every day after school and just being able to play the sport I love, which is baseball. And uh, speaking of baseball and, and speaking at another two years, you're going to be thinking about, well, actually in another year, maybe you're thinking about it now, but what's your plans for college? Have you given that some thought? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually really interested in going to DUville and studying sports science to be a physical trainer or like a personal trainer. And I plan on planning, I plan on playing baseball um, after high school too, wherever it takes me. I like Syracuse University because my brother uh, went there for a couple of years and he's told me about it here and there. But um, Noah Steele has, has like informed me on a lot of stuff about DUville and it catches my, my eye out every time he talks about it. So I like, I like the thought of going there and I like the facilities that they have there. Okay, well, it sounds like you've given it some good thought, and uh, now is not the time to go out and visit colleges, but they are easy to look at online and kind of get the virtual experience. So hopefully you get a chance to visit uh, some schools and narrow down your search. Mm -hmm. Would you like to give a shout-out to any teachers? Um, yeah, I'd like, to, I'd like to thank Mr. Durant and Mr. Steele for always just believing in me and, and helping me get through high school and just always being there for me because they've helped me accomplish a lot of my work and my, and like my athletics and stuff like that. They've, they, they've like pushed me and, and helped me get to where I am. Well, I appreciate you mentioning my name and I, and uh, I, um, I, I feel pretty honored. I didn't, I didn't bring you on to, uh, you mentioned my name, so having you done that and uh, makes me feel really good, and I'm sure it makes Mr. Durant feel outstanding as well. We have a lot of great teachers in the district, and, and they've all had some type of influence on you as well. Adam concluded with a final message to send out not only to his classmates, but to any listeners out there that we may have. stay positive and just you gotta hope for the best and if you are on the baseball team you just gotta stay patient and just hope for the best and hope we can get out on that field as soon as possible when this when everything's all over with apologize for the noise in the background i'm not really sure what that is that is or if it's me but we wish you and your family uh the best look going forward and we hope to see you really soon on in the hallways and also on the playing field uh, hopefully this remaining of the spring season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to coming back to school and just start playing again. We have a very special guest on deck, Coach Eliza Pierce, our girls varsity softball coach. She's also our high school math teacher at Huvelton Central, and she's a mom of two young boys. So stay tuned and listen in. 
local pride, we have uh, Liza Pierce, who is our high school math teacher. She's also a softball coach, and uh, she's an alumni at Hubleton Central School. And better yet, she's a parent. She has uh, two uh, young boys at home, and so she's got her hands full. So welcome, Liza. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Thanks for uh, coming on. And uh, so, Liza, we'd like you to tell us a little bit about the, the, the subject matter of high school math that you teach. I teach Algebra 1 and Algebra 2. So that's typically, Algebra 1 is your uh, typical ninth or 10th graders. It's the first course in the Regents track. And then Algebra 2 would be the third course. And that's often juniors and seniors. So I get I have a wide range. Yeah, it's a pretty big wide range. And and um, so since we're already talking about math, um, and I have a lot of questions about how you're balancing all this out at, in in at home as well with with two young boys. So let me do this first. Let me just ask you, like with the online courses, this must be really tough in that type of subject matter to you know teach online what do you what do you do to teach online so I'm actually lucky enough that I already used an online textbook that had videos made by the guy who came up with the textbook um, that went along with every single lesson so it's really nice I can post the videos the kids have watched them before They've got the lessons in front of them. They can go through the video while taking notes, and then they can try the answers on their own. And from there, I can either discuss answers during a virtual meeting, I can post the answers, or I could even um, make a video myself and post the answers. Oh, wow. So it's, it's, really, so, it's really already kind of prepared for you a little bit. With this. It is, thank goodness, because that would be a lot of extra work if those videos weren't already made. Yeah, and what? so what do you find as some of the challenges with the online learning? Um, the big challenge is that you, it's really hard for me to tell which students are engaged and which students are struggling. Um, the assessments that I'm giving are more so I know that they're there and online and working, but I can't give anything real detailed and know if they're grasping the concept or just doing the work and getting by. Mm -hmm. And in this um, craziness, you know, how much is, is that important? Yes, it's important, but I, I hope that their health and mental health are, you know, that's more important to me than whether they understand statistics. Yeah, I agree with you. I think this, this day and age with, um, you know, this kind of came upon us really quickly and we're seeing our students, you know, daily. And then all of a sudden now we're away from our students and they need that um, socialization, you know? Um, And so Mm -hmm. you find that they miss that when you, when you uh, reach out to them. Yeah, I was really surprised, actually. That's one of the things um, when other people ask me about it is I thought they wouldn't really care if we held Zoom meetings or if they saw my face, you know, as long as I gave them some work, they could stay busy. But they really they want that connection. They want they want me on their 
um, picking on them just like I would in regular class and, you know, just knowing that I'm okay, I think means a lot and me knowing that they're okay means a lot. And do you have any success stories that you would like to share? Yeah, I think um, just that, that there's some students that I would have thought wouldn't be interested, you know, in, in class, maybe they seem unengaged, but they were one of the first ones to reach out and say like, hey, when are you doing our next Zoom meeting? Or yes, we definitely want two days a week. And that was a little bit shocking because I thought they'd rather just let it slide or sleep in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it would be easy. You know, you think back when you were a kid, it'd be easy to uh, sleep in, say, ah, I'll just, I just not go, you know, but, uh, yeah. but, they, but they are showing up. They're showing up in a big way, most of them, and I give them props for that because they've got a lot going on too, and it's, it's hard to stay focused, and it's hard to care right now when your brain is so many other places. Yeah. So how do you, how do you balance it all out? Eliza, you know, um, you're home and tell us a little bit about, you know, the age of your children and in the daily routine. <laughs> I wish I could say I had a daily routine. <laughs> um, <laughs> one, uh, one gift I've given myself is that in the mornings when my kids get up, um, we watch a little bit of cartoons together and that's our relaxing time. Um, my oldest one is four. My youngest is almost two in another month. He will be. And the downtime and cuddle time with them is really nice. Um, after that we do breakfast and that's when I try to get on and, um, you know, upload my videos or whatever I need to do for the day. And then from there, it's like, chaos all the way through I'm trying to work I'm trying to love them and feed them and play with them um, they mostly take naps every day which is awesome I can do work then and we always go outside even in the rain <laughs> so we have to go outside have to get the fresh air after nap at least and just do, breathe a little do you think that you know, this would be a perfect reality TV show for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be hilarious. I mean, the day um, in the life, right? I've been trying to document it a little bit just for my own memories and for other people to laugh at. I mean, the times when I'm trying to work on my computer and my youngest son's like begging for a piggyback ride screaming in my ear it's just like come on and you have to teach regents math right <laughs> right I have been lucky enough when I have my my actual virtual classes that um I've been really careful and so is she my mom has been over and she'll bring the boys outside or something during those times mm -hmm. or take them like to the drive-thru at McDonald's or something and just give me a couple hours that I can focus. I do that two days a week. So other than that, it's me and the craziness. Yeah. And it, and it's something that we can always look back on and just be able to laugh about and just, you know, when they get older to talk to them about, you know, some of these types of memories, you know, and I think those are the types of memories that we would hold on to, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, like, remember that time I was trying to have a meeting with my colleagues and you had a blowout in your diaper? When we were chatting earlier, you know, I could hear the kids in the background and, and I thought that was the, that was the perfect time to, to do an interview is, is to hear those kids in the background yelling and, you know, just, uh, hey, mom, you know. Um, oh, man, if I, I wish I had the statistics on that for my class. How many times I've heard mama? today and i love it i love it but so you know you're you're very busy busy person you have two two young boys and you teach um high school math and you also coach softball um as you know the spring season has really come to a halt i believe we got maybe a week's worth of practice in and then it just came to a complete stop what's your um what's your thoughts about and feelings on, you know, now the the executive order is April 29th. We'd already be playing games probably by now. Yeah, I mean, this whole time I've been really hopeful and I, I don't want to give up on the thought that we could have some kind of season. Um, athletics have always been just an outlet for me and a focus and that I miss the distraction, you know, with these two kids, you know, just having that two hours after school with people that are like-minded like myself and female athletes and student athletes, like I miss it. I'm, I, I'm holding out a little bit of hope that we can at least, you know, have some practices and be together. And do you, do you, uh, are you able to keep in touch with your softball team? Yeah, I have been. I've I've held a couple um, virtual workouts, some Zoom workouts. It's it's pretty hilarious. My kids have joined me for those, and uh, <laughs> my oldest son he'll do like six jumping jacks and say like, "Eh, I'm too tired. I don't I don't want to do this." And then he just lays on the mat for a while. But I think it's fun. We've tried to play some music, and I end up sweating, so it's a good workout for me and. Whether the girls want to or just do it because I ask them, I appreciate it. And do you have do you have any seniors on the team? I do. I have two, Raina and Megan. And I've been in contact with them both. I know it's hitting hard to be a senior right now is you know, there's a lot of worse things in the world right now, but emotionally that's a really hard one to know that mm-hmm. this could be it and for both of them sports are a really big part of their lives. And, you know, I know they would make the sacrifice to give this up to keep people safe, but it's still okay to miss it and to be upset. Yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, I've, uh, there's been some different thoughts around the state that be nice to, to provide something if it was just one game, you know, but who knows? We don't know. It's, it's, it seems to be, uh, things change daily. Uh, I think the main priority is people's safety and health. And, um, you know, that that's really the main thing. Um, hey, I just want to, you know, reminisce a little bit. You know, you, you're an alumni. You played uh, softball. Um, you're a three-sport athlete for Hubleton. But just tell us a little bit about some of the highlights, uh, some of the memories that you have from when you played softball throughout your career. 
Oh, um, I have so many memories. One big one. Um, I was I was young on the team, and my team made it to the final four. And at that time, that was very rare. <laughs> now it seems like, you know, the last ten years there's been a lot of teams that that have made it but that time it was pretty rare and it was it was really exciting and that was the only time I ever went as an athlete so that was special to me and I I still have the t-shirt you know I'll I'll never give Mm -hmm. that up (laughs) in what position did you play I played right field that year I played right field and I uh, had someone DH for me so I kind of I came in and uh, took someone's spot in the outfield, but they still got to hit. So it was nice. It was, it was a team effort, I would say. And then you eventually moved into a catcher position? Yep. The next year I, I started catching. And uh, that was, I mean, that was a, a joy. I, I caught for Carrie Brady and Josie Cole. Well, they're, both of their last names have changed, but those were the two – main pitchers that I caught for and just the bond that you have with your pitcher that's really special I'll always be close to those girls for that reason because we spent so many hours together and shared those moments yeah the wins and the losses those are two outstanding pitchers as well um some fond memories seeing them pitch um did you play were you a catcher in college uh, for Potsdam State as well Yep, I caught I caught my first year, and actually Carrie pitched that year. And um, after that, I played in the outfield. I really loved it. I loved left field so much. And um, Josie ended up playing with me as well. So those those bonds moved on to college, and there's quite a few Hubleton girls that ended up playing at Potsdam. Nice. And, and so, you know, you, you played for Coach Minkler, and – um, Coach Minkler, uh, you know, he coached there for a number of years. And uh, do you do you tend to take on the same uh, run the show the same way as he did? Do you do similar things? I do. I I do a lot of things different. I'm a lot more goofy than he was. He was very businesslike, but the the business aspect and the philosophy I think is the same. He always preached that you never want to be better than another team. You want to be better than yourselves. You want to be better than the game before, better than the practice before, better than the year before. And I try to think about that when I coach because I've, I've had the pleasure of coaching some really great athletes and some great teams. But if I can be better than the year before, then hopefully I can get the girls to be better also and his other big thing was expect to win that was that was a I think he had a coin that said expect to win and he gave me one of those coins as well and uh, it hangs on my mirror and I look at it every day and that's something I do in all parts of my life you can have bad days you know some days I I don't feel like I'm a good teacher or a good coach or a good mom or a good wife or friend and the next day you, you get another chance. You can be better. So I kind of use that in my, in my life too. 
Wow, that's great. And, you know, that um, kind of leads me to some closing thoughts, but I think you almost wrapped it up. Um, but before I ask you to, to um, leave us with a closing message or maybe a shout out or something like that, um, I personally want to just thank you for taking the time out of your day. I know you're, you have a real busy day and it, and it goes long and uh, I'm sure you get up early. Um, but spending it with us and for our listeners, and we wish you the best for you and your family during this difficult time. So at this time, I'd like to just, you know, leave, a, leave our listeners with um, one last thought that you may be able to share or a shout out. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to go with shout out. I'm going to give a, a shout out to you, Mr. Steele. I think it's a really cool idea you're doing this and Purple Pride. I love it. Um, as you said, born and raised in Hubleton, I, I, I have so much purple pride. I love Hubleton. I love everything that I'm seeing. I spent a lot of time at the beginning of this looking at the numbers. I'm a math person, right? And the exponential growth and it's scary. And I've decided to dedicate some of that time to looking at the good things that people are doing, like doing a podcast to reach out to people and uh, the Facebook stuff that I know Renee Palmer, that's another one. She's really headed that and just making people have a little hope is great. And that's a good distraction because those numbers can be really painful and it's, it's good to be aware of them. So you're safe, but it's also nice to smile sometimes and know that eventually we will get through it. And we'll be back to our normal Hubleton community again. I would once again like to thank our guest this week on the second episode of Purple Pride. But I would like to also give a shout out to directly to Hubleton PNG Spirit website, which is out there on the on Facebook. And I know there's a lot of special community and school spirit items that are taking place not only this past week but up and coming weeks and if you have any photos or want to send something to Renee Palmer please reach out to her and we'd like to keep up just some refreshing posts and also refreshing things that are taking place out there during this very difficult time when everybody's staying home and social distancing.